This is In My Humble Opinion with Chaz Douglas. I have a special guest, Evelyn Millen, on today. Thanks for coming on, Evelyn. Thanks for having me. I'm humbled and blessed to be here. Yeah. Hey, so we go. We both go to C-Tab. And um, one thing yeah. that I, I say about you is, like, just your energy level. You know, I know you work with the young people. You sing uh, on the praise team. And just your energy level is like you are like the the energizer bunny. Like you, you really <laughs> into it. So I, I really re- respect that, and I admire that about you. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, I, I, I like to turn up for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I was in the world, I yeah. used to turn up, right? Uh-huh. And so now. I'm just on another team. And so I make sure when I come, I'm present and I just give God all that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Um, so another one, a couple of reasons why I wanted you on one, because we talked, you know, um, we were both in the singles group and we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, some of the, some of the experiences that we had, and then I know you you also and hopefully by the time this airs, by the time I publish it, you 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 working on a podcast. So do you wanna let's start off with like what what's your podcast, like what you what you're working on with your podcast, what is what would it what is it about? And what you know, how did you how did you get in you know, get involved or how did you get started with wanting to have your own podcast? Well, so I guess I have a passion. Christ is my passion um, and a platform. Um, I, the name of the podcast is On the Road Somewhere. And it really is the journey of my brothers and sisters in Christ, much like in your humble opinion, where we are just navigating life's challenges And how we tap into God as we go through the different things and challenges that happen in our lives. Um, And so that was initially supposed to be a book. Um, And I had a couple of meetings and the more we talked about it, it was like it would be awesome to be the launch point for my podcast. I was invited to be on a part of another podcast that actually didn't happen. And that was going to be collaborating with other brothers and sisters. And um, it was really going to be focused on Christians that have gone through divorce. Um, but on the road somewhere will allow me to have a bigger platform where I can cover more topics. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know you talked about, um, you know, individuals brothers and sisters you know working through divorce and how you help them you know how you can mm-hmm. help them so i know like you're going to be talking a lot about relationships and that and and that's mm-hmm. you know a lot about you know a lot of the episodes that i've done is mainly you know dating relationships so like can you walk us through like can you tell like um when like when did you you i know you you were you've been married so like how old were you when you get got married and then like how how long were you married for? I was 22 when I got married. 
and I was married for about eight years. Okay. Um, and then I can definitely say I have um, navigated co-parenting since then. We have a great co-parenting relationship um, with, you know, raising our daughter. Mm-hmm. And then now we have a grandson. So, yeah. Okay. Like, would you, if you could uh, give somebody advice, do you think you were mature enough to, like, were y'all mature enough to be married? Because 22 is... You know, I I know a lot of people get married at 22, you you know, at at that young age, but that is young. It's young. In my opinion, it's too young. Um, However, I do believe that there are marriages that can last. Mm -hmm. Um, But we had, you know, a whole melting pot of different things. Um, I was a Christian you know, born and raised, received Christ as a teenager, and he was a new convert. Okay, so okay. spiritually, you know, we were on um, two different levels. Um, but we really did have have it all. And I don't necessarily feel like either of us were really mature enough to navigate the covenant that we made before God, like I, that's, you know, in short, neither one. Yeah. Yeah. How, so was he, are y'all, were y'all the same age or was he older than you? He's two years older than me. Okay. I mean, 24 is still young though. You know, yeah, that's that's still young. Yeah. Um, It was like his first time ever living outside of his parents' home, you know? So, and you talk about two people becoming one. Mm-hmm. Um, and two different, two different lifestyles, two different, you know, raising, you know, me yeah. being raised in the church. It, it was just very different. Yeah. 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 Hard and a lot to navigate. Oh, I understand. In those eight years, what do you, what did you learn about marriage? And then what did you learn about yourself? Ooh. That's a good question. Okay. (laughs) So in those eight years, I learned mostly about myself. Okay. Little story. I remember praying to God, you know, asking God to fix him. Okay. And the Lord really showed me myself. Oh, okay. And while I'm so focused on what it was, I felt like he needed to do to hit the mark. There was a whole list of things that I needed to do. Um, It definitely helped me grow, you know, in my faith. But it was a lot. And like I said, you know, you being young and you're a young parent. um, And there was a a lot to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you learn about marriage then? It is. Like, like, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, just, I'm assuming you probably want to get married again. What did you learn about marriage that you're going to take in the next relationship or your next marriage? Really your relationship with God and really loving your partner sacrificially, like Mm -hmm. being able to look at that person and being down with them at whatever level, you know, um, wherever they are, um, being a help me 
and and willing to to do what it is to um, foster their vision and their goals and support them. Um, and I feel like when I was young, my thought was more or less like he was gonna make me happy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's not marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 is more about me focusing on what it is I can give, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm doing the giving, then he's concerned about giving to me. That's that's the perfect blend and the perfect relationship, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I learned this post marriage, you know, yeah. after it's it's one of those things that I learned as I've studied and um definitely prayed prayed about and I have a better position on also who I am, you know, being whole and comfortable and content in myself mm-hmm. and um, what I bring to the table and, and really as what my responsibility is as a wife, as a help me. Um, I definitely feel like that, you know, yeah, yeah. that's the long and short of it. Yeah. After, after you got divorced, what was, how was dating for you then? Like what were, what were some, you know, did that help you? Did it like, what was dating like after you got divorced? After I got divorced and I was a young parent, I really did not date. Okay. Um, I really didn't get involved in dating for many years. Um, and, and largely that was because, um, I wanted to be focused on my relationship with God and serving and what I could do. Um, And then I also did not want, uh, you know, my daughter exposed to, it it was already a lot to have to navigate for her. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely took a period of time and I want to say it was probably five or more years where I really just, you know, focused on my relationship with God and the ministries that I was a part of and and raising my daughter and developing a good uh, co-parenting relationship. Um, what was the second part of your question? I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just curious to know what, what dating was like after you got divorced. Oh. So you, I mean, so I, I know you did. I did and, yeah, I want to say you did. And eventually, you start dating. What was that? I did. When I did start dating, um, I was actually dating a pastor. Okay. Um, and we were gonna get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I really believe that you know this is it. You know, I'm I'm on the right track. Um, you know, dating a godly person and we're equally yoked in terms of our desire and will to serve and upbuild the kingdom and really just do life together. Mm-hmm. And then there were quite a few situations that happened um, that dissolved mm-hmm. that relationship. Yeah. What would you say? like were some of the things that you learned from that, you know, because dating a pastor, was that, 
just was that kind of challenging because you know I don't know you know if it was you know all eyes on you and you did you feel like you had to have a certain image or portray yourself a certain way because you would be a first lady so to answer that question I would say no I didn't really feel the weight the Mm -hmm. weight of that however I did have to um it was it was weighty you know in terms of you know praying and just all the different needs and the things of the church and the requirements that were put on you in terms of like you in church all day, every day mm-hmm. to the next day. Yeah. Like it, it, it was a lot, you know? And then I had ministry things that I was doing outside of that situation. And so it was definitely a lot for me to have to carry um, myself. Okay. Like, what are you looking for in a husband now? I am looking for a God-fearing um, man, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that is whole within themselves, that has done the work, um, that seeks and hears God. When you say, um, when you say done the work, what do you mean by what Can you explain? Personally, oh, okay. you know, like... Um, when you get to be my age, nine times out of 10, I'm probably going to meet somebody that has already been married, had Mm -hmm. children, you know, and navigated those things. And all of those things really are, you know, um, a part of your walk with Christ. Um, but again, when I say do the work, I mean, like really look at introspectively at yourself and what, what, really said to you about those situations and so I I feel like I'm gonna know because I'm gonna see that that person um really took from what happened in their past and you know not looking to repeat the past and Mm -hmm. you know really concerned about and want to do it God's way that's Mm -hmm. important for me um and 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 so yeah that I hope that gave you a good idea, but definitely God fearing. And then, you know, family oriented. Um, but even more than that, I look for characteristics, um, kindness and gentleness. And I, so the things that I look for, even when, when I date today, um, are, are characteristics that are not tangible. It's not, it's not your, typical list like oh he got a good job yeah. and he, you know i'm looking for godly qualities and characteristics um and not a show but for real yeah because you can see it in a person's walk that's you good. know yeah that's good yeah yeah how how would you because i was i was talking to um i had aisha cunningham on she had a good mm-hmm. and she was talking about you know some some men try to fake like they're, you know, they got this relationship with God. And so you said it kind of in, you know, you'll know by their walk. What, what are some, yeah, indi- what are some indicators to you that this person is for real about their walk with God? Well, I, I'm going to say this. First of all, I feel like you date to get data. 
you date to get information. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah. not there to just be like, oh, he, he said I was cute. You know, mm-hmm. uh-uh. But you see how a person really wants. I would say this, of course, we are definitely um, biased. But our pastor, for instance, mm-hmm. I've not heard one person say one bad thing about Dr. J.L. Mormon. Mm-hmm. Okay. His lifestyle speaks for itself yeah. um, in terms of even going to the Coney Island. Yeah. Yeah. They got nothing but good things to say about who he is. Mm-hmm. And so I use that as an example to say you would see how they spend their time. Mm-hmm. You know, if if they're really like about family because mm-hmm. they're they're going to be spending time with their family. Mm-hmm. If they are really givers, when you go out, you know, they're not nickel and dime in the server. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they when they're angry, how they handle situations. Are they somebody to just blow up and, mm-hmm. you know, rant and rave and cussing that crazy? Or are they someone that is still respectful and know how to have courageous conversations and speak, mm-hmm. you know, in a in a soft, gentle voice, but but, you know, direct and and definitive as to what they're actually saying. So I just feel like you see that in a person mm-hmm. like you know, we could go on these dates and sometimes I would say I agree with her. You, we see their representative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like who, who you're bringing, of course you're bringing your best self, but as you go about life and things come up, and, you know, somebody cut them off on the road. How do they handle that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're in the store. Like I said, you go out to a restaurant. How are they treating people? Um, and then I feel like that's when you see if somebody is really real or not. If it's really like who they are or, you know, yeah. is it they representative? Yeah. About, like, you know, you, you probably been on dates or been in position where you see somebody that is faking it. About how long you think it take you, you know, like for them to, uh, not you know you 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 use you know they they bring their representative that they they had a representative how long you think it I takes? mean I feel like how long not long yeah. <laughs> yeah um but I feel like it's it's very I mean from your initial introduction and then say they say okay I'm gonna call you back tomorrow mm-hmm. do they call yeah you know are they consistent. Are are they a man and or woman, you know, yeah. um, uh, for the male perspective yeah. of their word? Do mm-hmm. they do they keep what they do or do they blow it off? You know, all of those things show you if a, if the person is a person of character. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some really interesting thoughts because I don't even believe a date. You know, you go out for coffee. A person mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily earn the right to go out to a sit down dinner, a one-on-one, like we about to spend an hour together. (laughs) Okay. I need to be able to see those characteristics. And so that's what I'm saying. It don't take me long because I'm looking for, for those, those cues and they're, they're subtle, 
But you will know if a person really is about what they say they're about, if they're a person of integrity or if they're not. Um, so you do your little 30-minute coffee. That you could find out real quick, um, you know, where a person is and what they're passionate about. Um, little slick comments. I don't let that <laughs> stuff slide. It, it's <laughs> I I can do something else. You know, the the, the interesting thing is I did, that's what I was somewhat talking about um, in my last episode, which which was uh, red flags. And I was Mm -hmm. in a position like that. And I had to open my eyes because, you know, like a lot of times we can be um, distracted by what we see or what we hear. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. we don't really pay attention. We don't really pay attention to that because it was, you know, I've been, a, been in a position where it's like this person would, they, they rare, like it was maybe they rarely followed up with what they said they were going to do. Just like mm-hmm. what you, and, it, and it's like small mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. I call you back. They don't never, never call, call back yeah. or Hey, I'm going to do, you know, we're going to do this. They don't do that. And so it's like, and then, you know, sometimes you, it's like, you really you give them a pass because it's oh they she look good or he look good or you know uh they can do this or they got this or they got that but it, but that is showing you this part because if they do that now it's not like they're gonna turn it off or turn it on and then when y'all get in a relationship then they're gonna start doing what they say they're gonna do they're gonna not do that absolutely now, you know absolutely so that's, that's good you who they are. yeah that's they good show up those are some indicators are, yeah you know. That's... And, and you date to a decision, right? And that decision could be, you know, what's that old saying? The reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, I think I viewed everybody like, oh, is he the one? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. now nah, I'm the one. Like, absolutely not. Like, Lord, why is this person in my life? It's like, you know, and it could be a friendship. It could be something that's related to business. It could be relational, you know, uh, for a, a intimate type of relationship. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you definitely need to check them red flags. Mm-hmm. And then you need to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Mm-hmm. And then and then just confrontational. And I, I mean that in the best way. You say not you being say, you afraid. Say, you say you you think you should be confrontational? Yes. Okay. All you right. you you should offer the person like, hey, you know, you mentioned yesterday because what you want to see is the person willing to make a change. Mm-hmm. If they said they were going to call back, are they offering you some some real genuine reason, mm-hmm. or or how how are they responding? Um. So that's why I said when I say confrontational, I mean yeah, it in no, the no, no, not, not in terms fighting. of just being yeah. honest yeah. and open. And and really saying what you you like and you don't like or, mm-hmm. you know, how something made you feel, because that's going to really show you how that person is is really going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if not, thank you very much. It was good, you know, meeting you and, you know, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> What's your position on? Because I think I, I've asked a few people this that go to the church. What's your position on dating somebody 
at the church? Mm, that's a good question. I'm not opposed to it, but I don't do I think I would have any other uh a different way? Absolutely not. I'm I'm not opposed to it, but again, I'm not starting off with my head in the clouds like, oh, is he the one? Like, no, hey, you want to go grab coffee? We could grab coffee. Then we could see if if there's any type of chemistry or something. Um, it might just be that, and that's it. You know, he just the brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, just a brother in Christ and or a sister in Christ until we married or until we engaged, until mm-hmm. we got a commitment. You mm-hmm. the brother, right? Oh, it ain't no, you know, ain't no next level for me anyway. So, you know, you, you say if you have, you know, like I said, the chemistry and the conversation and, and that sort of thing, I'm I'm not opposed to it. We go to a great church Mm -hmm. and I just want to say for your listeners, (laughs) you men at the C tab, are the best men okay all right that's what's up (laughs) i have not i and i say that because i I went to another church Mm -hmm. and you know the men were always slick always making little comments you know Mm -hmm. you know none of that y'all are some upstanding godly men Mm -hmm. that are walking and so i'm not gonna say no right because who knows i just maybe never seen them but I, I definitely have to give the credit, you know, like I said, to our leadership and and you guys just are really amazing men. So I would not count it out. I'm not necessarily, and I don't necessarily want to leave my church. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. selfishly, yeah. but you know, um, yeah. No, I was just I was just curious because I know, like, uh, I mean, it's it's bad because I mean. Sometimes you think in a negative way, like would you date somebody at the church? And then if it doesn't work out, you know, how does that, you know, especially if it's serious, you know, how would you navigate or how would you uh, react when y'all, you know, because like you said, it's a good church and I wouldn't want to leave because of that. So, you know, I know that Mm -hmm. I've been real careful with that. Because mm-hmm. you know some experience that I had, you know, I talked to, um, I talked to Lindsay. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this to Lindsay mm-hmm. when, when she mm-hmm. was on here about you know somebody, and I was like, you know, I I didn't want to come to you know, not that I didn't want to come to church, but seeing them, I would be upset, you know, and so I'm like, Ooh, you know, yeah. and so, so when when you say serious. And this wasn't serious. I just didn't like how it ended. But go ahead. What? And that's all I was gonna say. Like, if if we are all brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. and we're communicating, yeah, I don't feel like that should be a problem. We should be able to agree to disagree and still fellowship and still be good to one another because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, and and it just wasn't a match for us. Yeah. You know, well, I was younger now. I probably would. Else that's yeah. a good match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that that's how I that's how I look at it, and maybe I'm looking at it through rose colored glasses. But no, I, I feel like you know I would be definitely 
clear about it. And and I'm not gonna cross no lines where I'm like, oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see that. Um and just yeah. Well no, I think I think you're I think I would handle it. I, w- I think it would be different now because I'm older. Mm-hmm. You know, this was, mm-hmm. you know, several years Early ago. On. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you do, you mature. So that was, I just, you know, I just know then that I felt a certain way. But now it was like, and, I don't think I would. And let me be honest. That's, that's a real feeling, right? Yeah. Like, we we go through different experiences and then it's just like oh it just leave a bad taste in your mouth um but again i would not let it hinder somebody i like i said we go to a great mm-hmm. a great church right and so you can't let the one because the enemy would want to do that right yeah for you know your wife is there right yeah. um so you don't want to block it based on something that someone else did um that yeah, yeah that. no i know, don't I, I don't do that i was just asking you know just having a conversation and and mm-hmm. to you know i don't know if you heard that episode but it was i guess it's yeah. because a person was visible the woman was yeah, visible yeah, you know so it'd yeah. be like you i mean similar to you like and i know you know like being in a praise thing i'm seeing you you know I'm seeing this person on a praise scene and I shouldn't be upset at praise and worship. Yeah, absolutely. So it's almost like if somebody dated you and then something, you know, it didn't work out and they got to see you doing praise and worship, you know, for a minute, but I prayed about it though. I prayed about mm-hmm. it. I'm still there, you know, uh, and I feel, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't plan on leaving, you know, I, I like it at C time, but that was yeah. just, something, that was just something to, to throw out there. How do you feel like you're intentionally dating now? Because I, I was reading a, a reading, uh, was it relationship goals with uh, mm-hmm. Michael Todd and it, mm-hmm. that was a, a chapter is called intentional dating. How do you feel like you are intentionally dating? If you're dating, you know, if, if you, you know, if you're dating now. I would say, um, again, I don't give a lot of rope. Okay. You know, um, it is literally just coffee or hot cocoa. Um, okay. it's a conversation. Um, I don't spend hours on the phone and talk. Like, I don't do all of that. Um, and I am prayerful mm. and definitely, you know, discerning, just listening to, to the voice of God, like how I feel about that situation, what I feel led to do. Um, and therefore, you know, some folks don't get another date. So <laughs> you definitely ain't get dinner. Like, you know, what, what, what does that guy have to do? If y'all, y'all go to coffee. What does that guy have to do to get a date? Well, it's really conversation. Like how, how well we really connect and mm-hmm. are, you know, asking those dating questions, you know, getting to know each other like that, that icebreaker. Um, but I'm, I'm not quick to be like, 
you know, to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm being funny, but you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not because well, no, you ain't I going to the Cheesecake Factory because y'all going to Bigsby or or uh, another coffee shop. Y'all ain't going to no restaurant. Y'all just getting, y'all just getting, y'all going to Starbucks. And to know each other, yeah. right? So we're we're talking. You know, sometimes you know a lot of times if it's a person that you would want to talk to beyond that. Um, but again, we talk, we meet at the coffee shop, we chit chat. I'm looking to see how they how they behave, so to speak. Um, <laughs> Then the conversation on the telephone, are they a person that keep their word like we talked about Mm -hmm. earlier? So like all of those things are building blocks. They go, you know, so then they ask me to go to dinner or somewhere, you know, um, I'm like you said, I'm hype. So I like to do different things. Um, I it, it all of those things that happened prior to would answer the question of if I'm willing to allow that kind of time to be spent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, do you, you know, give everybody a coffee time? Like if they ask you for, you know, do you do that or are you just, are you selective with that too? Maybe selective with that. It just depends. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not, not necessarily, you know, I could spend 20, 30 minutes at a coffee shop. Not a problem. Um, some people I actually will say, you know, will meet me at church. Um, you talking about that person. little cafe? Yeah, that's fine too. Um, but just would they come to church? Oh, you know. Oh, okay. So these are all like kind of things to me that kind of separate a dude. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to doing coffee. Um, but to your point, maybe. They won't even get a coffee date, All depending right. on how the original, the initial conversation goes. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you this about the they coffee. be fooling out here. No, I get it. So, I get it. You gotta be. And selected. there's a science to coffee, actually. What's so that? When you talk to somebody, and so this is why having a coffee date on the first date is good, um, and hopefully you're drinking something warm. Because it like warms the heart and makes you more open. Really? So I used to take my daughter like get her like hot cocoa before she go to school. <laughs> so she would be like open to receive like the information. So it is it is a science too. I didn't know and that. So I didn't know. Yeah, that. So coffee is a really good first date. Okay. For, I didn't know that. for you to have, you know. And it, it don't necessarily have to be long, you know, mm-hmm. it's good conversation. You you want to leave something to the imagination so we can have another conversation. Because, again, we're we're collecting data. Yeah. We're getting to know each other. Now, do you do that? Do you go into a coffee date? Like with good intentions, like you're not going yeah. into it where like, OK, I'm just going out with just to just get yeah, you know, no. just to get it out the way. Yeah, no, absolutely okay. not. Because to to your earlier question, do do everybody get a coffee date? Like, no, you could get cut off at the conversation <laughs> on the telephone. Like, <laughs> we didn't even get past there. Yeah. But if we get to a coffee date, absolutely, I'm coming to to have a conversation 
to to talk, to see, you know, where we have common ground, you know, who the person really is, how they act, you know, to see if it's somebody that I, I'm willing to invest, you know, more time in, in into the relationship. Okay. What would you what advice would you give some young ladies and they might even you know, or they might be, you know, I should say some younger women oh, that, that are, yeah, yeah. Anybody that's waiting to be married, what advice would you give them just because, you know, you do have marriage, you know, marriage experience. What advice would you give women that are waiting to be married? I guess my biggest piece of advice, which probably is going to sound a little textbook, but it is, is seek God, be comfortable in the wait. Mm-hmm. What what does God have you to do right now? Mm-hmm. Why why are you waiting? Like we want to hang everything up on like this momentous moment when in reality he he's talking to us right now today. He has work for us right now, mm-hmm. you know. And as you are you're on your track and you're following God and. They're on their track and they're following God. You know, your two paths will cross, but be content. You know, mm, Philippians yeah. 4, 16, like in whatever state I'm in, mm-hmm. they're with to be content. Be content in your season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you find that you're not content or you feel like, man, I'm alone, you know, ask God, like, God, take that to him. Like that mm-hmm. relationship is the most important one. And it's like, with, because sometimes, again, it could be, it could be you. Like there could be some stuff that he had for you to do that ain't attached to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to do that before you're ready for the assignment of marriage. Mm, that's good. That's good. Um, so you know, it's it's like just really just walking with God every day mm-hmm. and, 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 and being okay with where you are and who you are and how you are right now today. And don't let the world and society and, you know, IG and all of the other G's and all of <laughs> the social medias out there, you know, make you feel like you're missing out, you know, I I told somebody that I actually was dating. Like honestly, I'm good. Like you told them you are good without them. I'm good. Oh. I'm I'm good either way. Oh okay. This relationship to go somewhere, open to 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 see where it'll take us. If it don't, guess what? I'm good. Like I got God because I don't want nothing that He don't want for me. That's good. That's and good. that's where I'm at. And that's probably where that contentment comes from yeah because it sounds like your expectations are like you don't you you don't have these expectations where if this doesn't work out then i'm i'm devastated right that's good i'm, I'm not no, that, yeah that's yeah, not that's yeah. good that contentment yeah. is powerful because a lot of times and i was reading in the in the relationship goals and you know this, i speak for myself you know, I've been in a position where it's like you want to be in a relationship because you don't want to be single. And so right. you don't even you you know, you might just be with somebody that you might not need to be with or you be with you're right. with someone that 
that you you're just kind of settling for somebody just because you just don't want to be alone, and that or right. just don't be you don't want to be single, and that's and, that's and you know good, what that's a bad place yeah. for anybody to be in, right? That's a bad place for what you're gonna offer that person because mm-hmm. it's just like you just taking up space, and guess whose space he taking up? God mm-hmm. or she? They yeah. they they in his space. If he ain't really supposed to be there i don't need you there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i just want what he has for me you know and and i'm open i'm open to love and i'm open to receive um but you know i'm definitely moving as he would have me to move yeah no that's good i i, I really like I like what you said about the contentment and that you want what god want because if you if you want what God wants, he going to give it to you. You know, it's it's yeah. not it's not going to be like a a fight to try to get it because you know, we I've been in I've tried too hard and I'm like if I'm trying, you know what I mean, it's one thing to put effort into it, but you know when I know when I'm doing too mm-hmm. much. That means mm-hmm. it's not it's like okay, God is probably not in this because you're working, I'm working too hard for this. So Yeah. Then, now this is this was good. Um I appreciate you uh, coming on today, and uh, this was really good. Yeah. We got to do it again. Yeah, it I'm gonna have you on my podcast. Yeah, that'll be good. So, uh, this is in my humble opinion with Chaz Douglas. I had Evelyn um, Milling on today. Um, again, if you are you got a story, or if you're looking to to write or publish a book, you can go on to chazdouglas.com. C H A Z. Douglas D O U G L A S dot com and and um you know look at some of the packages look at what I got to offer and then you know I I love to work with you again thank you for coming on Evelyn thank you for having me.